Welcome to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. I'm your host, Simply Sarah, and I'm so glad that we've connected here today. I've created a series called Life Chats. This is a four-part series of each of my amazing guests as I take you on a journey through their awakening process. My aim and goal for this show is to give you, the seeker, a container to explore your own growth as you awaken and step into more alignment, more joy, and more fulfillment every single day. We are back on the Fulfillment Project Life Chat series. We have Alejandra's part four. Welcome back, my darling. Thank you. Yes. If you haven't caught part one, two, or three, please go back because it will tie everything in with this conversation. Alejandra came to Canada from Mexico. She's been through many identities, worked her way up in the fitness world. Now she's transferring. She's an author. She's a coach, an NLP practitioner. She's helping people upgrade. Her and I have aligned on many projects. And I feel like you are in this um, you're a new person in the same avatar, but also upgrading that avatar body. And you're in this awakening journey on such a, a momentous um, path right now. And so I'm excited for you. How would you describe 2020, 2021 versus 2022 for you right now? 2021 felt at a halt, uh, idle. Idol, am I pronouncing that word correctly? Was a word I would have often used. Idle, idleness, observant, knowing that I have a bigger calling, but I cannot see it. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know where it is. Uh, a lot of testing things. I know you and I have been in connection. We spoke about projects, but nothing felt in alignment or felt like it was pulling me from my heart. And I have felt that before all throughout my life. So I know what needing to be somewhere or needing to have a certain conversation feels like. That's the reason I'm here from Mexico (laughs) because I felt that in my heart, nothing. 2021, idleness. 2022 is a different story. I feel the callings, what I call, I don't know when they're going to get to me. Sometimes it's an intuition to to log on IG and look at someone's profile. And then I'm like, oh, I know why. Uh, or do a, uh, make a phone call to a specific person. I just, the difference is that I, as where before for the most of my life, I'll be, I have been very good at sensing and predicting the future. 2022 is exciting, both because of the callings. They come when I have random times, random places but I also cannot seem to be able to sense the future. Like it keeps changing. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And do you feel stable and okay with that unknowing? Yes. Mm. For the first time, this empty space, this blank canvas, this uncertainty, I feel, I feel, uh, it's like, I don't need to know. I don't even need to know. Needing to know would feel ego controlling from my end. Mm -hmm. There is this alignment inside of me. Yeah like a piece. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about alignment. I want to chat about consciousness. I want to open up some conversation. If people aren't familiar with um, dimensions of consciousness, talking about vibration, you had a, your shamanic mushroom ceremony last year. I want to talk about what that also opened up to you. Cause I feel that when we increase our consciousness, that growth happens at such a much more momentum and there's a much more peace and stillness and 
okay with the unfolding at the pace that it's unfolding with and moving out of operating out of fear to operating out of love, which is going from 3D to 5D and all these words I'm saying here, um, let's break them down. And so let's, let's start with chatting about consciousness. How would you describe consciousness or what does that mean to you? <laughs> Why don't we start with the hardest one? Let's just dive right in. I'm still figuring that one out. <laughs> yeah, so it. throughout all of your travels and journeys and upgrades, yes. you know, what what does that what does that mean to you when I say like your consciousness? Yes. <sighs> Let me tap into it right now. <laughs> it means the sense of knowingness of the energy that I am, along with my history, all my different archetypes, my experiences, there, and that there is also so much more that I don't know. And the more I expand, the more I am willing to look at myself through the eyes of someone else. Like, and I, and I know you and I had this experience because you have been a big part in me and expanding my consciousness as well. Ah, just this feeling like I'm also part of something so much bigger and I can feel it. I can tap into it at moments, but I cannot fully know it. Mm-hmm. How would you describe consciousness? Yeah. I, I like that word you use there, expand. Mm-hmm. Um, in one word that comes to me is awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, to break that down further, I, I think of my consciousness as it's the observer in there. So it is the observer taking in all the data and information from all of my senses. So what am I seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, feeling, observing the reality that I'm in? Um, Along with also, you know, increasing, expanding consciousness, I look at it as you become the observer of the consciousness. You become the observer of the thoughts, of the emotions, and you're not attached to it you are not your thoughts. You are not your emotions. You're not your body. Like you can cut off all of your limbs and you still survive. So I'm not my hand, but what, what is that, that light switch inside? Who is the observer of the reality? That's how I look at consciousness. And when we increase consciousness or expand consciousness, we understand a lot more, which I feel you right there on having that deeper knowing and that uncertainty, but certainty at the same time, because there's such a a stillness inside of what's being observed. Yes. I think you also, with this definition, you open up the multidimensionality of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Like there is this physical body, the avatar, it knows it's alive because it reacts and behaves in a certain way as to not put this physical body in harm or, or in danger of death. Then there is the emotional consciousness, the the spiritual consciousness. There's so multidimensionality of it, right? Yes, yes. Um, Speaking of that multidimensionality and and consciousness, let's chat about third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension. And so how would you explain a dimension of consciousness? (laughs) I know. This is like, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. This is so good. I haven't felt this challenge in a long time. <laughs> I love it. This, this reminds me of uh, you and I went away a couple of times last summer, like up north, no cell phone range, nothing, just you and I like talking. And we would ask each other the craziest questions. So I love <laughs> yes, that. There's yes. no right or wrong. What is your uh, your view? Yeah, on here's that? the funny thing. This these are hard questions. And so my ego kind of perks up and wants to get it right. <laughs> I have to enter this state of surrender, honestly, and tap in what I feel in the moment. So let me let me get there. How would I describe the multidimensionality of consciousness? Yeah, like I, I, 
a dimension, let's say like, cause there's multi-dimension. And so if I'm in a dimension of consciousness, what does that mean? It means you are more aware and playing the game more at that level. And so let's talk three dimension, time, space, matter. It takes me 25 minutes to get from my home to your home. I have to travel a certain distance. I have to put my physical body in a car. And so the third dimension is define, describe the rules of the game are look at your watch, schedule your clients, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. There's been interesting developments recently. Zoom allows us to transcend distance and be present with each other. So if you want to get a little trippy with this conversation, we have already started to warp three-dimensional reality without even acknowledging that that's actually what we're doing, which starts taking us into the fourth dimension. And I'd like to mention here that these terms are terms that you, Sarah, and I use very often because we reached the point when we were getting to know each other that we sensed we were talking about something different. We were going along the same lines of the conversation, same terms, but you were tapping into a different dimension than I was tapping. I was swimming in the fourth dimension. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you want to add anything to the third dimension? Yeah. And so you can think about it like a, like a ladder. So 3d on the bottom, 4d, 5d, 3d, lower 5d, higher, 3D denser, 5D lighter. There's no good, there's no bad. I think that's really good to say. Um, And so if we know that 3D is dense and it's a lower vibration, which is what density really is, it's it's slowing down, creating that that physical matter, like what you said. Mm. Um, And so there's like the physicality side of it. And then there's, you know, the way our consciousness views the world. And so in a dense, think about dense. If, if If my physical body feels dense, Where's my mental body? It's usually in a denser spot as well. Anger, frustration, disappointment, grief, rage, um, a strong desire. And like, you don't want to be where you are. That is all what I see as 3D living, 3D consciousness and your outlook on the world. Um, you know, you usually blame people for your problems. And there's just such this like density, you know, you, you were talking about in episode three, hitting rock bottom. 3D, like low, low, low 3D. Everything feels so heavy and so dense. Um, and then we we go lighter from there. So let's let you talk about the next level 4D and then I'll, I'll piggyback on that as well. Well, 4D is where the invisible energies are. Emotions. I'm just going to start with emotions because everybody feels emotions, anger, sadness, grief, all of those. And there's also the higher ones, um, exhilaration, excitement, uh, some that are even higher up the ladder and, and closer to 5D, right? The, the more vibrant, the more wholesome, actually wholesome, mm-hmm. complete. Those are closer up to the 5D. And uh, there is, so as an introduction to the fourth dimension, what I tell some of my clients is the fluidity, things that are fluid like emotions, Sometimes you don't expect it. You can't control them. They show up. They have an energy signature. They contain information for you to learn more about yourself. Sometimes you think of something and then the emotion comes. So there is the fluid aspect uh, in the 4D. And then there is the architectural aspect in the 4D, which is uh, divine masculine. Um, I'm not sure if I'm using that correctly. Let me regress. Mm -hmm. So architectural aspect means when someone has an idea of how to... uh, 
design a chair and it exists in a blueprint form in the mind of someone and then that person takes action in the physical world to create the three-dimensional density to bring that chair from the fourth dimension into the third dimension which is the one that we can touch feel uh work with with our physical bodies yeah and yes um in the fourth dimension is also where i place uh animal spirit guides uh what yeah. else would we talked about mm. yeah astral projection mm-hmm. astral projection yes yeah. <laughs> i find 4d um you become more sensitive. So you start to recognize your thoughts a lot more. You start to recognize the emotions that you're feeling. You start to take a little more personal responsibility for your life um, because you have a broader awareness. Again, increased consciousness, increased awareness. And so uh, increasing that awareness and raising the vibration and having a lighter frequency, you're going to resonate with guides or spirits or other frequencies. You're going to have ideas. You're going to be more visual, creative. It's it's where you kind of start to find your purpose. And so a lot of entrepreneurs will live up in 4D um, when they're really driven by purposeful work. And I find 4D is the bridge between fear and love. Mm -hmm. Am I acting, responding, acting out of fear or am I acting out of love? And 4D is that bridge where you start to ask yourself some deeper questions. Yes. People start to tap into a, a more magical way, a more magical approach in 4D. For example, the use of essential oils, the use of, of um, necklaces, uh, stones, because this person, someone starting to play with 4D has started to become aware of the feeling of having those things or how much different their life goes when they're, you know, they put their their rock, their Uh, what would they call it, the charm, they took it with them. They also start to become more sensitive uh, how hanging out with someone makes them feel. And because it's still a bridge between fear and love, sometimes this is where a person says, I need to cut off that relationship because it's just draining me, it's just draining me. They are aware of the energy exchange, but they're still traveling that bridge, right? And hence the need to, I need to protect myself. See, those are even denser ways of approaching for the, I need to protect myself. I need to cut off those relationships. And the good thing is that there is still a higher version when you don't need to fight your environment. You don't need to, you know, protect yourself from anything. Yes. Yeah. I look at 3D as life feels like a struggle. Life feels hard. It can kind of feel like the world is out to get you. And then 4D is there's happiness and there's productivity. You're starting to feel more flow. You're starting to feel harmony. And even me saying that, I know that people watching or listening here can probably see their lives maybe go in those flows. Oh, yeah, I was up here and I was down here. That, That roller coaster. Life was good and life is not so good. I'm in a rut. I'm out of a rut. And, and I can see even for myself in my own journey, bouncing from 3D to 4D so much, but not understanding the concept and grounding a new reality and grounding a new vibration. And so this is where we have to become more sensitive if we want to stay in 4D, if we want to stay in that happiness, light, productivity, and go higher in 5D. We'll talk about that in a second. But it's recognizing what are the things that are pulling me down to 3D? What are the people in my life? What are the habits in my life? What are the thought patterns? What are the emotions that I'm not allowing to flow right through me and I'm getting stuck with? Because dense emotions will pull you down. 
the higher emotions and, and activities that we reach for creates that lightness and we don't attach to that density so much. And so that's why I love 4D because there's so much that happens in it of like awareness and navigating and finding your new self and learning new tools and realizing really that that one of the 12 laws of the influence, law of divine oneness, like everything that is around you, whether you have a crystal to try to make you feel better or setting, setting a different intention, all of these actions whether they have truth or validity in them, it's your willingness to want to hold yourself at that higher vibration, that higher standard for your living. Absolutely. Mm. It, so in 3D, a person is at effect of things. It can very easily blame something else, something or someone else. Yes. At 4D, a person starts to take responsibility for their uh, how they hold their vibration and their emotions. Mm-hmm. And now I know uh, there's something else I love about 4D, and you're going to help me with this example because I've, I've often heard your story how in the past you've uh, been depleted, burnt out, burnt out, right? I have experienced that as well. And so the thing about 4D, where was I going? Now that thought completely escaped. Yeah. And, and an analogy, um, experiencing burnout, maybe that roller coaster that I was talking about. Yes. Um, yeah. Because and we've all have you ever felt it's like a nice day. It's kind of like today. It's warming up. The sun is out. It feels good. You want to get out and do things. You feel more active. And that that higher energy is very contagious because it feels good. We want to gravitate towards that. And I can account a lot of my burnout to becoming too creative, being chasing the high energy too much without grounding myself without recognizing the other energies that are influencing my current energy and trying to get ahead of my vibration too much without grounding it. I think like that's the, the biggest word that I can say without grounding it, because as you elevate higher in consciousness, you have to fully support the physical part of you. So you have to take care of your human. Don't skip meals, stay hydrated, do the activities. Don't put it off because you're working on this thing and you're so creative and you have this idea and you're pa- passion and purpose driven. Passion and purpose driven is 4D, but if you're not protecting your 3D body, the 3D will pull you down and burn you out. Absolutely. And also here's a thought, it came back. In, in 4D, you give yourself permission to explore a different response, level of responsibility. Here's the example. Uh, bipolar disorder in 3D, in 4D, you start observing that it is that you're not managing your energy appropriately. You go for frantic to burned out and you're also not taking care of your physical body. But that that is permission to observe your responsibility and how you can feel better in 4D. And that's not something, again, that the 3D world talks about. It's just a, a disease, a diagnose, medication, and, and it keeps the person out of the responsibility of what else is possible, what else they could do, what else is out there that perhaps holds an answer. And again, that's something that I love about stepping into 4D as a bridge. Yeah. A really good question. I just got off a coaching call talking to a client about this. A really good question that you can ask yourself if you feel like you're in good flow, happy productivity, maybe you're getting ideas, you want to do different things, asking yourself, am I thinking this or acting this out of love or out of fear? Because sometimes that fear trigger, that fear program that runs in us can pull us back down into um, overdrive. We go into overdrive out of fear, or am I doing this out of love, out of stability, out of peace, out of harmony that I'm creating in my life? Me asking myself that question last year was game changer for everything that I do in my life and, and what I am creating. 
I just saw you in the bridge, in the middle of the bridge between love and fear, asking yourself that question and deciding that you want to go with love. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. So simple. Such a simple strategy. Let's talk about 5D. 5D Mm -hmm. is living, acting out of love as I see it. Um, Mm -hmm. How would you describe 5D? I remember like, I remember when you like tapped into this and it was just like, I saw like fireworks going off around you. It was insane. (laughs) It was thanks to you. I felt like you were coming from a different planet and I couldn't really understand what you were saying because I had never um, looked at this dimension. I I had sensed it. I hadn't understood it. I was in like, yes, uh, good energies, bad energies, evil spirits, the warrior archetype, like all these separate ways of energies that I could pull into myself, right? Um, how would I describe 5D? So ah, this is this is this is the best possible visual I can give you and 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 our audience here. The yin yang sign, you know how you can see the 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 black fish and the white fish and each of them has a piece of the other mm-hmm. that that's not that's 3d then the two together they're 4d you can see the two of them and they how they interact 5d is the circle around them there's not even light and dark it just is whole and complete integrated yes, yes. oh my god i love that <laughs> it's yeah. my favorite metaphor for 5d it yeah. just is whole complete Mm-hmm. Yeah, the emotions and state that you'll feel in 5D is peace. There's mm-hmm. bliss, joy. Joy is 5D. There's a calmness, synchronicities start happening. There's a sense that you, all the work you're doing is extremely meaningful. And it usually gets to the point where the work you're doing is beyond yourself. Um, because to be in 5D, you cannot live in fear. All of that 3D stuff has to go. And stabilizing in 5d is really removing those subconscious patterns that are blocking you from elevating. So the jealousy, the fear, the envy, the disappointment, the grief, the sorrow, you cannot feel joy with that baggage there. Mm -hmm. It's also, we don't need to get rid of it all, but you can witness it and know that it's not you. It's something that's there. It like it's like a backpack that I carry around and I, I can witness it. I can, you know, choose to find tools and mentors and coaches to help release that. But you no longer shame yourself. You no longer uh see yourself as incomplete. You you no longer, you know, no, no, no longer hard on yourself. You're 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 in it and you're okay being in it, and you're okay when you're back in 3D and you're okay when you have a bad day, and you're okay when things aren't going your way because you understand that it's actually going to create contrast to move you up even higher into those levels. Yes. In, in 5D, you also regain this sense of childlike wonder. Like if you can remember when you were a child and you had so many questions about the world around you, when you tap into 5D, that's there. You have a question, you start wondering about more profound things about your beingness here, but not in a demanding way. Like I need to know my purpose. I need to know my purpose. That's, that's more me for the... That's fear that because that's fear driven. And that's why like, yeah, that, that, that bridge, that really that bridge to cross over to 5d is letting go of the fear because in 4d, you're like wave between the two of them. Um, but to release it, which is, is a lot harder said than done. And there's a lot of tools and modalities. And so what have you been using? 
I don't, I don't even want to give it a timeline, but what have you been using as tools or uh, containers or mentors to help you elevate your consciousness and, and reach that 5D? Um, meeting you was the beginning. Meeting you and it, it, we had such profound conversations about who we are, what we do, what we're up to in the world, uh, even, even other stuff like we've shared about our relationship with our men, uh, relationship with other friends growing up, how it was building relationships with women versus men and, and how, how that impacted us. So there was this rapport, this vulnerability that we started sharing. And, and in, since the moment that I sensed that you were talking about this experience from a different map, 5D, and I was starting to grasp. So 5D and divine masculine, divine feminine was new, new for me. That I hadn't come across, despite of all the stuff that I've looked into and studied. I'm like, whoa. And so initially I could sense my ego being like, well, I thought I had it all figured out. I don't know if I like this. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I like this. So I heard that. And at that moment, I decided, listen, I have this rich, fulfilling universe around me. This person, Sarah, is showing me a whole new planet. I can either choose to close my bridge or I can accept her wisdom as an extension of my planet, an extension of my map. It was a decision I made. And when, when I accepted your uh, complete being as an extension of my map, I didn't need to go and research the same things you were telling me. I had you. So I, I, the only thing I needed to do was ask you, sit, listen, and feel, embrace what you were telling me fully with everything that I am. And so you like expanded my universe because I accepted you. I accepted who you are, what you were saying. And and part of this acceptance you brought into my awareness, you know, the shamanic ceremony. <laughs> so mentor, I would say you were, you mentored me into 5D and we have this just exchange of, of universes. I'm sure I challenge you sometimes. It's like, I remember you told me, why do, why are you so interested in, in uh, angels and spirit guides? <laughs> like I also brought uh, this sense of curiosity about why I love to swim in those things and have coffee with my demons. You know, we talked about that. Um, but yeah, so I, I would say you, you mentored me into 5D in my curiosity, definitely. And uh, the shamanic ceremony, uh, mm -hmm. it's been another of the tools, the guides, the mentorship into this new expanded version. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for your kind words. I've seen you sink into, and we talked about this at the beginning of the episode, I've seen you sink into a deep knowing and a, such a, a level of surrender and trust. And I see that as like when you, you're there, when you step into 5d and, you know, whether it's the angels or, or the spirits or the guides or whatever it is that you love to swim and play in, you know, it's, it's not looking for like the one thing or the reliance on this or the answer outside of myself. It's using all of that as tools, but at the end of the day, I'm going to tap in here. Yes. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. That came into my awareness, into my life, into my beingness last year. <laughs> that was new. I was new, but I knew, oh, the, the sense of peace, the sense of surrender to this, just, hmm. This one, this just knowing that I'm taking care of and I'm not alone because I've felt alone for the most part of my life. And just last year for the first time, yes, 
I tucked into it in the shamanic ceremony. Yes, <laughs> How so, not alone I am. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's talk about that. Yes. So the shamanic ceremony, um, you did it with psilocybin. We did that together. Uh, what was your inkling to want to do that? So what sparked your curiosity? Let's start with that. Ooh. Well, first time I came across it, I remember saying it's not for me. Um, I had, again, big paradigms that I had growing up. Conservative, um, don't do drugs, the name, right? The label, drugs. Um, yes, it just it didn't feel it was for me. But because I heard you, I heard your episode on, on that you did with Barat. I listened to all of it. There was a, a mild curiosity. And I decided to explore it. Hearing the episode increased my curiosity. I know I reached out to Barat. I had some questions of my own. Uh, you, you and him answered them all my questions. And I had been on this the scout, the quest all my life for consciousness, what expanded consciousness means, what it feels like, what is it for, why am I here? And I had sensed that idleness in 2021, 2020, ooh, dense, <laughs> a lot of grief, <laughs> physical loss. Um, but I, and then I could, with everything that I know that I am, that I've experienced, and even in, in when I get into meditation, expanding that sense of consciousness, that awareness, I sensed there was something or I just couldn't get through. I couldn't get through. And I asked, I asked for guides. I asked for embodied guys. I, I asked for disembodied guys. I asked for signs, symbols, books, conversations. Nothing was coming. The only thing that was coming was the awareness of the shamanic ceremony. I'm like, okay, I hear you. I hear you. Now, I think there was a lot of fear. Fear of, of how my body would, would react. Um, I have this Oh, interesting. I think there's a fear-based aspect of my relationship with my own body. So I had to get, I had to move past that to this level of surrenderness and knowing that everything was going to be okay, because this was the choice that I'm making for a higher um, vibration. It was in alignment with my values at that moment. And uh, yeah, there I go. <laughs> there I go. <laughs> and so there's, there's a tea that you drink that has the plant medicine in it, in it. There is a blindfold that you put on. You make a beautiful, comfy bed for yourself with, uh, you know, yoga mat and blankets and pillows. And you put your eye mask on. We call it like your spaceship. Put your spaceship on. And it's a total inward journey. And so what what was that journey and experience like for you? That that knowing that we were going to have the eye mask and lay down in one spot for the duration of the ceremony, which was five hours, four hours. Well, yeah. Um, with a guided playlist. And it's, it's the music yes. that takes you on that journey. Yes. And, and Barad being there for us, right. That was, I didn't want to research too much into it and ask too much about the specific of that experience because I wanted it to be a gift for myself too. The not knowing, not having heard someone else's perspective for the fear that I would recreate that because I had already built a map based on that. And so it, I was amazed that it was an inbound journey. Having had a sense that there's an infinity inside of me and then a world inside, I was like, wow, it's the best thing ever. I thought it was going to be white eyes open, out, outside feedback. That made sense. Right at the moment, it felt so right. I was so excited. And so the experience, uh, very interesting. If anyone's familiar with the, the map or the blueprint of a hero's journey, 
It's, it's the hero starts here. There is a need for a quest or something falls apart in their world and they go on an adventure. They, they find tools that help them along the way, strategies or weapons. They find a magician, a guide. Then they go fight the demons, the devils, uh, the, the, the dragons. And then they complete this journey to return. <laughs> the, the map shows it, right? To the return to where they were before changed. So I have to say, I went through seven or eight of those. And both in the literal and the metaphorical sense, I saw vividly things in front of me. The first journey had to do with healing something with my mother and my grandmother's uh, line. So ancestral uh, related to my root chakra. And it, it, the, the learning was that by me having been courageous enough to gift myself this experience, seeking consciousness expansion, I have helped them heal how suppressed they had been in their own quest uh, as women, in their own self-expression. So that's how my journey started. And then from there, I went into seven, six more, always returning to what I call the chamber, the gathering chamber, which is where I would sense you. I would sense you and the other participant. I would feel you them. I would feel us gathering and kind of relaxing. And then one of you would be like, and here we go again. And I'm like, oh my goodness, how can they know? Because I'm about to open a door and go down the rabbit hole. I'm feeling that. And they're saying that. And here we go again. I guess I'm not alone. <laughs> yes, we're connected. <laughs> Oh, and so there's an integration period after that because you you literally come back a different person in the same world. Yeah, like all of that that physical 3D. You know, you come home, your house is the same, your husband's the same, animals are the same, clients are the same, and so coming back as that new self. What was that like, and what were some things that opened up for you? I had a period of a month or two where I felt out of sorts. Um, sort of like I was here, not here, uh, a bit dissociated as opposed to present. And I knew I had to reach out. That was something new for me. <laughs> I had changed, right? I reached out to my support system. I think you and I had a conversation. I reached out to Barat for a Reiki session because I am aware that all this different, a conversation, a Reiki session Will would help my energy realign. I had just undergone a journey, a transformational journey. So I might as well take action in using the tools to, to continue nurturing myself. And then, you know, things started to settle. I started realizing that I was traveling to a, a new timeline. I was upgraded in my timeline. And the, some of the actions that I was doing in 4D, where I had really embraced my spiritual journey, there were another option of action and words and beingness. My languaging started changing. How I used my words, I started using more, again, integrative language rather than energetic, you know, the, the dense energy. No, no, I started using more like, there is another way. There is a way where you can still be, this, this is probably one of my biggest learnings, loving being human. I had always wanted to be alien, connect with my aliens, with my angels, be out there, away from my body. I came back loving so much more, treasuring the experience of having this physical body. So it's, it's in 3D. But how amazing is that a 5D consciousness can now use this avatar 
to feel and love and eat and and you know hug my Omar and pet my 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 new companions and enjoy food but with this responsibility that I am a five dimensional consciousness not a consciousness that suffer but I suffers a consciousness that is here to experience life and joy and love <laughs> I say I have to say that's been my biggest ooh, Learning. <laughs> yeah, I got goosebumps for that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I find we go through the hero's journey while in the ceremony and then coming back, it's almost like we have to go through the physical hero's journey of watching those layers of yourself shed away, watching yourself make a different decision, watching yourself start to speak and then regress and use different languaging, like really being conscious of what you're creating, of what you're saying, of what you're speaking and doing. Because that, yes. that, that changes the physical reality, you showing up differently, you taking a different action. Oh, there is this sense of responsibility that knowing that, let's say I go to the grocery store, how I stand, how I show up with my energy, how I look at someone in the eyes, how I smile at someone changes everything, changes my reality. I'm not responsible for their reality, but I, I could... I could choose to be with a scowl. I I'm, I can assume that will definitely impact someone. Maybe they're having a bad day, and if if you know by seeing my smile, they feel a little bit better. Like the world is not an aggressive, you know, place to be, but that there are some people out there that you know are are safe and they're smiling. So there's this big sense of responsibility how I show up in my physical form. Um, I, I I am now connected to it. It's highly aware of that. But it doesn't feel like burdensome. It no. feels in flow, in peace. Yeah. yeah. Like empowering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yes. you realize that the positive changes you make, that ripple effect, you know, not just on yourself, but everybody else around you. And so, so yeah, yes. you know, in the ceremony under that influence, you really tap into that subconscious. Like the critical mind is gone. Like, you know, the, uh, that, that doubt of ourselves, that ego mind, it, it gets quiet, like it shuts down. So we can truly tap into like who we are and what's in there and what's blocking us and start to see some patterns. And then once you see that, you can't unsee it. So you come back to your waking conscious life and make better conscious decisions. So the conscious mind likes to know things. I knew all these things in the ceremony. I felt them. And this is where sometimes I I feel for the stage in in evolution that we are on, that it's a science-based society. Um, You know, what you believe on can change the quality of your life. I said to Omar last night, if I want to believe in a pickle and that makes me happy, I'm going to be a happy human and I'm going to spread happiness. But if I don't believe, I just believe in science and science has, hasn't proved that a, that a pickle brings you happiness, then I'm going to be out there to prove everybody that pickles don't bring happiness. And so that makes me not a nice human. I much rather be, <laughs> that's my metaphor, really. I believe in a pickle. But no, what I mean is it's bypassing the conscious mind. Mm-hmm. It's just, it wants to explain it all and know it all. And sometimes mm-hmm. it, it's restrictive to that hard expansiveness, that sharing with other humans. Yeah. I've seen, you know, for myself with ceremonies, being able to rewrite beliefs. Cause like what you said is if you can feel something and tap into an energy, a being, a a state that you're after a sense of trust or security, you tap into that. 
then you know there's the possibility. And as soon as you know there's a possibility and you have a like a home base that you can, you're like, that's what I need to get to. This is what it needs to feel like. This is what it quote unquote needs to look like. And then you come back to your conscious waking, that belief has already started to seed inside of you of a new possibility. Yeah. And I, I find like just rewriting those beliefs and and it's nurtured by an emotion. Once you yeah. feel someone, no something, no one can make you unfeel that. Just you felt it. You really felt it. You know what it is. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for your story and your wisdom, Alex. Uh, Alex is a part of the upgrade program. You know, her and I aligned with Barat, who is our shamanic practitioner who does the shamanic ceremonies. Um, my role, I kind of look, look at it like the tour guide where I'm going to teach you, I'm going to create, I've created this container. I'm going to hold space for you here. Alex NLP master practitioner. She's going to help rewrite those beliefs when you come back to your conscious waking mind and help you navigate what you saw in your journey, help you make sense of it, help you create a new mental map moving forward. And I just love that you, me and Barat have collaborated on this and taking our experience, uh, to create containers like this for growth for other people. Because for me over the past few years, shamanic ceremonies have been the game changer and glue for everything else that I'm doing. Yes. And you and I have done a lot of personal work. Uh, I know from my end, it's taken a, it took courage to go into that by myself. And the inspiration here was to create a container where uh, someone being introduced to this, to psychedelics, to the shamanic ceremony experience, they felt they had the gift of each other. So all the other participants plus the three guides. So it's a very, very gentle way to get introduced. You don't have to be <laughs> courageous like I was because you're not alone. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. So this, is a, this was the inspiration for the program. And because, you know, my conversations with you and, you know, my other close girlfriends and you asked me such amazing questions, like, you know, through our reports, why we've created six weeks out of this. It's not just the retreat and the ceremony, but how do you prep yourself for that? Your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, create some awareness already in your life, then go into the ceremony, knowing the work that you want to do. And then having us for another three weeks afterwards for support and integration and those heroes journey that we're going to go through. Um, this program is the most beautiful heart centered connected thing that I have ever created. Yes. It's, it's, it's magical. I am mm. so excited to, to get it rolling yes. and take this ride together. Yes. Um, there's links in the show notes. If anybody wants to learn about the upgrade, uh, we have, uh, a retreat coming up May 6th to 8th, 2022. I believe this episode might be out after that. We have another retreat on June 17th to 19th, and these are all in Ontario and we're going to be scheduling October and November dates as well. And so if an upgrade experience is something that you're looking for in 2022, and you want Alex and I to be your tour guides and be your support and, you know, connect with Barad and retreat away into yourself so that you blossom into something more magical, more joyous, more grounded, more fulfilled. This is what we've created in the upgrade. And so thank you for aligning with me on this, Alex. Thank you for being such a part of my journey over the last year. Um, I feel so blessed to have you in my life and thank you for sharing your journey. Oh, my pleasure. And to more adventures. <laughs> more Thank adventures. For having me. Yes. Thank you, Alex. We'll catch everybody on the next series. 
Thank you for joining me on this episode today. My website, simplysarah.com is a great place for me to continue to support you on your journey to alignment, joy, and fulfillment. There you will find upcoming retreats that I am hosting, resources, books, and many other helpful tools to help you on your travels through this thing called life.